Good evening, good evening, good evening. And welcome to Crypto and Cognac. This evening we have an amazing conversation for you guys. Today we're going to be, let me just pin it right here. We're going to be talking about non-fungible tokens or NFTs. We have a great guest on. Sub Steven. So, uh, just a few housekeeping rules. I just want to make everyone aware. Hey, sorry about that. Yeah, I want to make everyone aware that nothing that we discuss here this evening should be taken as financial advice. This is purely for information education and conversation with that, with said, that said i want to welcome, welcome um, my guest tonight mr stephen hadid jr founder of nftable.io and creator labs stephen what's up man good night good night al i i, I now realize um as i joined the first thing i saw was was the logo, the, the, the merch. I, I was like, where's my own? <laughs> on the way, on the way. TT Post working a little slow with COVID. How's Steven, everything? I'm good, I'm good. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself in 2.2 seconds. But um, as you just raise your glass there, I just want to touch a little bit on, well, not the sponsor because we are no sponsor, but you know, hopefully one day, you know, the great man, Mr. Sean Carter himself reaches out and, you know, we could have a conversation because tonight I'm drinking Douce Cognac VSOP, which was founded by Sean Carter, Jay-Z. Um, Douce is actually um, a cognac that is aged over four and a half years. They begin at a VSOP. So for those people who always compare it to Hennessy in terms of the price point, what they need to understand is that Ducey starts at a VSOP, whereas you know Hennessy starts at a VS. So you have to compare it to the Hennessy VSOP if you want to compare the price point. Yeah, they also have an XO, which is you know um, age ten years and above. And for those of you all in Trinidad, it is currently distributed by Amco. So you should get it at the various supermarkets. Yeah, so now that is out of the way. Mr. Hadid, tell us a little bit on? about yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Wait, what are you drinking tonight? Are you drinking um, with me? Uh, okay, all right. Krypton Cognac, first of all, I appreciate him fully. Um, I'm not, as you know, we actually, yes. Al, and I go yes. back, Al and I go back a long, long time. I am, Al knows I'm not a huge drinker. Yeah, but um, I I did say that I was gonna have a drink with you tonight, so yes. I did crack out. I did crack out the uh, scotch, not cognac, but scotch. Uh, but I know, uh, but 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 thing. So I have a little Glenlivet eighteen, and I'm gonna okay. have a glass with you. Okay, I'll I'll let it pass. I'll let it pass for tonight because I next know. Time, ne I, next I, show, I, you'll you'll drop me a glass of uh, you'll drop me a bottle of uh, cognac for sure. Oh, we might do a special segment, you know, uh, crypto and canny canny bust. And yeah, why not? <laughs> Yeah, when we do when we do the live shows, the in-person shows, we'll get that done. Sounds good. I'm in for it. I am all right. Well, I am. Um, yeah, um, I appreciate having me on. I um, I've been involved in 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 a lot of different things actually. I um, I, you know, I'm an actor and a filmmaker. I've been doing that for quite some time, and um, I've been involved in a lot of things, dig digital production and um, and creation and and community and I mean just. The whole, I guess, the whole range of, of, of to do with marketing and advertising and digital right. production. And about a year ago, I um, I started about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I started, you know, I've been involved in blockchain since 2012 with mining and investing. And about, a, right. uh, a, about a, two years ago, I started collecting NFTs, which are non-fungible tokens, collectors, uh, collectibles, and um, let me fix this straight, collectibles and... Um, and um, digital art and, and collectibles and now it's gotten to be so much more yeah. um and in that last i guess year and a half two years of, of collecting i've you know i realized that i wanted to um 
kind of pivot some of the things that I was already doing and kind of contribute to the space um, a little bit more. And I guess that uh, that kind of spawned NFTable.io, which is a, a tokenizing platform and marketplace um, for digital art, apparel, uh, wearables, collectibles. And the main goal of the, of the platform is going to be to blur the lines between physical art and digital art and physical apparel and digital apparel, physical collectibles and digital apparel. Uh, and digital collectibles. So it's, it's, to me, the, um, you know, the, the blockchain market has so many unique opportunities and facets. And, yeah. you know, the NFTs is just one of them. And um, it's a very exciting space. And, and to kind of compound that, we, we ended up founding, um, again, about a year ago, Creator Labs 3D. And, um, well, just under a year ago, Creator Labs 3D. And, um, and that's kind of focusing on working with brands, designers, artists to bring their physical, again, art, apparel, and collectibles to the digital space. So we, cre we create in 3D um, um, clothing, um, collectibles, art, artwork. We're working with, a, with an artist now by the name of Bradley Hart out of New York, who, who is very well known for injecting um, bubble wrap with paint and creating entire artwork landscapes with it. So we're going to be working with him to create that same bubble wrap art in 3D. Uh, that's just one of the projects. And we're working with some local designers, foreign designers, clothing designers to bring their physical pieces to the digital space. So that's kind of a quick overview, I guess, um, of, of what we do and, and, and how we're trying to do it. Yeah, I mean, sounds super exciting. I mean, from, from what I'm hearing, um, nftable.io is sounding like the marketing slash um, retail arm of the business, whereas Creator Labs sounds more like the manufacturing arm if it was to be compared to the traditional um, industries. That's, of... that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So... I, never, I, don't, I guess I never really looked at it like, like that tangibly. But, uh, but yeah, there's, there's a production side because it's very much manufacturing. Um, I wanted a guy, I actually want to get some clarification on if, if digital manufacturing is, is incorporated in arm. Um, in the essential manufacturing services <laughs> for the for the lockdown, see if we can get some um, we can get back up and running a little a little smoother. Listen, my my dad always said, you know, it was better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. So yeah, yeah. you know, you might want to just open, and if they shut you down, then they shut you down, and you say, well, you know, I, I apologize, guys. But True. one of the one of the things I want to kind of touch on, you did say that you've been in the crypto space since 2012, right? And you got involved on, I would say, the production side or, or, or building things in the crypto space only about a year and a half ago. So let's say, you know, beginning of 2020, end of 2019 kind of thing. What, what was the trigger that ultimately um, pushed you to move from just the investor side, just the participant side to wanting to be more involved in the production side in terms of producing work in the blockchain space? Yeah, you know, my, my journey has been in blockchain specifically has been, been, I mean, it's been pretty awesome. I've had great opportunities that I took advantage of and, and didn't take advantage of. Um, I started mining in 2012, at, well, the end of 2012, so into 2013. Um, and then I started kind of getting more involved in, the, in, in buying side and, you know, 20, the end of 2013, 2014, when I kind of understood it a little bit more. And then in 2018, I had an opportunity to join a consultancy, to, to join up with a, a group of guys to start a consultancy uh, within the blockchain space. And we, I was actually in Barbados for a year. And we started a blockchain consultancy back in 2018 called Novelty Curve. I'm, I'm actually not sure if it's um, still if it's uh, still still going. I, I we I left them. They they're still um they individually doing different things, uh, but right. within the blockchain space. So in that blockchain consultancy, we had to research. I mean, upwards of 120 blockchain companies and break down maybe fully break down maybe 60 of them, 70 of them. And in that, I got to see product after product, blockchain product after blockchain product um, for every single industry you could think of. Everything from guys trying to disrupt the accounting field uh, to the, of course, reward points and travel points. And I mean, I've seen quite a bit. Um, and so in that, I realized, I was like, you know, creating a blockchain product to try and disrupt or try and change the world or affect the world or whatever it is 
could be a nice little thing. And um, it took me a little while after that, but you know, we, we're working on NFTable and, and Creator Labs now, and it's it's been moving at a mile a minute, and and so far we've been keeping up. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we've we've talked previously, and I know some of the things that you have, um, you know, in the work, some very exciting things, um, stuff that I would love to, you know, that I've already committed to, you know, participating mm -hmm. on. And, you know, I keep telling people when they ask me about crypto, when they realize I'm in the crypto space, when they ask me about blockchain, I keep saying, you know, you don't have to get in and, and, and buy, you know, Dogecoin or, or try to understand Bitcoin or understand trading. Blockchain is disrupting the world. So find, find your niche and, and build something in, in the blockchain market. Um, I'm trying not to take on these guys in the comments too much because they're, not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not making any kind of constructive uh, comments. You know, they're just, talking they about, they're just talking about people's grades. But as you talk about, as you talk about all the different um, industries that you know, crypto is, disrupting let's talk nfts and nft use cases specifically because i mean i'm seeing tons of them popping up i mean outside yeah. of the the art so you you give me a little bit of insight in terms of what you see as some of the um opportunities for nfts um well i think like i guess because uh, i don't know exactly what you know the 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 level of your audience is at, but the a non-fungible token or an NFT is um, a token that can hold its own value amongst similar tokens. So where Bitcoin, every single Bitcoin, one Bitcoin will be worth the same as the next Bitcoin uh, with a non-fungible token. So Bitcoin would be ex an example of a fungible token. Um, a non-fungible token can, even though there's 10 of them, each of them can hold their own value or they can be one of them or a hundred right. of them or a hundred thousand of them, but they all hold their own unique value. Right. Um, and because of that, we're seeing that through, especially as simply as a collectibles market, we can, um, we can see that if somebody has a collectible that in, within a collection, a digital collection, a digital collectible, if one of those happens to be more rare than the rest of them, which has, again, that exact scenario has played out in the last six months with a few collectible projects that have yeah, come out sure. and we can actually talk on the crypto punks uh which was a project in 2017 that came out where there were 10,000 automatically generated um figures crypto punk figures and one of them today one of the rare ones sold for 11.8 million dollars uh through a sotheby's auction yeah. so you know a non-fungible token can hold its own value and because of that so many different things can be done um at the very least you have digital art and digital representation of art. So we can have each edition can hold its own value to the, to the collector. Um, but in terms of use cases, I see NFTs as being so much more. Um, I see it as, as being a, a community, community engagement tool. Um, I see it as being, um, you know, specialty certifications. You, you can hold an NFT uh, token that can be verified on the blockchain. So if you're a verified plumber for instance you can have your certification on the blockchain and any right. job you go to you can say well look look at my look at my my certification you're not going to say look at my nft but you say look at my certification and this certification is going to be tied back to a public ledger that anybody can see and you can only get that certification if you are verified and qualified and and so now we we can have a, a, a an issue of certification verification um we can have an issue of uh, one of my favorites and something that we're also building out called uh, digitickets.io. And it's, it's a, a platform that's going to create programmable tickets so that event and promoters and event holders and concert promoters can now interact with their community far beyond the event itself. So the, the ticket would be an NFT. You present it to the, at, the, at the front door and after the concert, Let's just say it's Elton John or Jay-Z, the only two concerts I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> they, they, would, um, they can now engage with their community far beyond by releasing merch and giving people with tokens um, a, a discount, for instance. So uh, NFTs uh, really have an immeasurable amount of uses. It's really how you want to use it. And, and it's just going to keep evolving from here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I totally agree with that. I think especially for the region, especially for, you know, because we are very much an entertainment-driven region, you know, the Caribbean. 
I think there are tons of use cases where whether it be artists, whether it be promoters, whether it be DJs can engage with their fans, can engage with their communities around NFTs to give really personalized opportunities. You know, one example of that was last year we saw, or earlier this year actually, we saw the weekend for his album launch. You know, he released a couple NFTs. Um, he had like a limited offer where anybody who could purchase um, this unreleased song, well, a, a part of the unreleased song, and they would get a video clip of the song as well. And that was available to anybody and everybody could buy that for a limited period of time. And then there was a one of one um, NFT offered, which that particular song, the entirety of the song and the entire visual was released in that NFT. And that's, an, and that's a song that he will not release anywhere else in the world ever. So right. that person who would have bought that NFT has literally the only copy of that song available for consumption yeah you know and and, and some, some people might argue that that's not very practical unless you can sell the song for a hundred thousand dollars or us or a million dollars us then it becomes very practical well i mean just imagine if you had an nft that was validated as being the one-of-one -one authentic version of the thriller um video right and even if it you got a bootleg version that somehow made it to YouTube, it's still not the same as saying, you know, I have the one of one. I mean, anybody could photocopy a, a, a picture of, you know, the Mona Lisa, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be as worth, it's going to be worth yeah. as much as the one that's in the Louvre. The yeah. thing about and somebody, somebody proved that today, actually, in a joke very, very sarcastically, which I, I actually appreciate it, because there's a, a very common thing, especially in the digital art world, where a lot of people says, well, why am I going to pay all this money when I can just right click and save the image? And now I have the image on my computer. So that's, that's, that's all well and good, but that doesn't, that's not the, you, you don't have the image. It's not the NFT. I mean, you have the image, you can look at it, Yeah. but it's, it's, it's not the NFT. And, and so there's, I mean, there's certainly a value exchange and I think I'm not, I don't think every NFT is created equal. I, I think that some may be more valuable than the next. It really depends on the, on the artist. It depends on the number of editions. It depends on the sure. community that's attached to it. There's um there's a bunch of questions here. I don't mind kind of answering a bunch of them. I've yeah, now seen yeah. Marlon asked Marlon asked about how does a photographer turn his artwork into NFTs. But we're actually working with a with a photographer right now, Marlon, um, to 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 create his uh, actually two photographers um, to create their artwork um, as NFTs. Um, so so the so in, the quick in different ways. So the quick answer is hit up nftable.io. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, so, that's yeah, the well, well actually the, the, the consultancy is actually being done through um, Creator Labs uh, 3D so we, we're, gonna, we're helping so far we've, we have you know we've, we just started you know, you know six months ago and you know we, have, we already have our plate full with clients and it's been amazing and we're collaborating with all of them and in all of the cases we have helped with the you know what about this idea and so make some suggestions because we have been in the space a long time I've seen yeah you know, the way, different ways that things have been sold and marketed and, and all yeah. that. So, um, so yeah, this, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, see, hit, see, hit, hit us up. I'd love to work with that with, 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 I mean, any and everybody, especially from the Caribbean and Trinidad and, um, and see how we can, we can help, uh, educate at the very least. I see, I see the, um, globally recognized musician and artist, Brave Boy asking, how does someone purchase an NFT? And there are a couple ways, um, that, uh, offered right now, I would say, um, where some sites offer you to be able to do that using your credit card, but in actuality, that's just a front end option to, to purchase an NFT or to purchase any crypto, you need a, a wallet, um, that operates on the blockchain. So you could either have a, a, a wallet, um, and purchase directly with crypto like Ethereum on platforms like nftable.io or Rarible or Mintable or, you know, they have, they have a mm. few of them out there. Um, and nftable will be a, nftable.io will be a minting platform and marketplace um, for the physical and digital blend of art worlds. It won't be exclusively that, but that's, that's what we're going to be focusing on. Yeah, for sure. But I, I think a point that you kind of touched on that I kind of want to extrapolate on is that I think over the last 
maybe six months to a year, NFTs have become very, very popular. I mean, starting with the sale of, you know, some people know him as Mr. Mike Winkleman. Some people, people. know him as Beeple. Yeah. The sale of his first 5,000 5, days, 5, days um, yeah. NFT collage, which went yeah. for $69 million. So now everybody's like, NFTs are going to become a millionaire. I'm an artist. I could become a millionaire. But I think you made a point about, you know, the, the reputation of the artist, no, of the, the means of marketing, because that, that, I mean, Beeple has been around for a long time. That piece of artwork was a compilation of 5,000 different pieces of art that he had put together. And it was marketed by Christie's Auction House. So, I mean, you bring those things together and you get the price that it fetched, you know. So don't just expect that your first piece of artwork is going to be $69 million, just like every yeah. other, you know, industry, just like every other forum for artists accessing customers. You need to be aware that you have to put the work in behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think one of the great things about NFTs is that it's because of the programming it allows for the artist to be paid in perpetuity or their family, you know, to be no. paid in perpetuity without having to get an intermediary. No, that's the power of blockchain, man. That's the power of yeah. blockchain. It's, it's yeah. built into the smart contract that, that the commission will always be. So uh, the commission is, is variable, but in most cases it's around, it's around 10%. And, yeah. and um, so it, you can literally, anytime that, is, that your artwork is sold, you make sure and you will collect your 10%. So... If in 20 years it sells, you will collect your 20%. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm seeing a couple of questions here. Um, I'm seeing Chantal asking, old Soka Records as NFTs? Definitely. I mean, if, if, if um, families of Soka artists or Calypsonians have the original masters of their work, that could we be can create that. We can, we can turn that entire collection into NFTs. Yeah, Correct. absolutely. Correct. And, I mean, I could see an almost immediate market for that. Um, CJ's asking outside of ticketing, what are some of the viable applications for NFT usage with our cultural landscape? Well, we uh, have some stuff coming for that, actually. We have, um, you know, very proudly working with, with a, a, a blockchain development firm called Zed Labs um, that's run by uh, Mark Mark, yeah. yeah Mark, uh, Mark, Mark should be on sometime soon. Yeah, actually. and he, um, and he, um, and he and I have, have we're actually collaborating, collaborating on a number of projects, and one of them is, uh, is uh, well, one of them is very heavily rooted in, in local culture and, and whatnot. So we do have, we do have definitely, we you know, thinking about Caribbean and, and Trinidad and, and definitely the regional elevation as well. So, yeah, I mean, um, I see Andre saying, you know, that's the core principles of blockchain. You know, the the idea to create, you know, a decentralized um, immutable, meaning that, you know, it, it, it cannot be changed. You know, the authenticity is there, you know, in perpetuity. And it creates, um, you know, an environment that doesn't require trust because, as you said, everything is built into the smart contract. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, let me see. I see Marcus is very active in the chat. Marcus, you want to you wanna touch base with us? You want to come in for our five? Ask your questions live and in living color. You send them the thing. And uh, I'm scrolling through, Marcus, what's Caribbean artist for soul for an NFT the most? I mean, the most that I know of is probably in the percentage of maybe 12 or 14,000 US for a piece. Yeah, and, and I mean, I mean, that's that's one of the good things about, I would say, about digital artwork as well. Um, is the ability for it to be easily transferable, the ability for it to be easily transported, the ability for it to be easily secured. So for example, you know, someone comes here for carnival, they go to you know, one of the events, they see some artwork by a particular artist and they wanna take it back abroad with them. You know, it's kinda hard to take back a, a, a three foot by six foot yeah. painting 
you know, and the cost is, is, could be a little bit prohibitive. So I think that is um, one real, real benefit. Now, accessibility, I mean, at the end of the day, we've seen, we've seen what, what, what COVID has done and, and pushed us towards the virtual age. And, and um, we, we always have to be careful with, and who knows how long we're going to have to be careful with, with, with surroundings and, and whatnot in a, in a yeah. you know, close-up space. So I think that, that accessibility, people, the ability for people to see art all over the world, and it's verified. It's, it's people know that this is you know, the authentic one or whatever the case is. Yeah. And um, what's my favorite NFT use case? Well, so far, my, my favorite NFT use case is, is uh, anything community, community engagement tool or mechanism-wise. So anything that encourages community uh, development yeah. and, and, and community growth. I think that at the end of the day, this whole movement since, since 2012, when, you know, when I first, first kind of heard of it and, and got into it, my, you know, my, my, my cousin um, from Barbados kind of was very heavily into it. And he, he kind of came down to turn out and he was like, look, you need to take a look at this. And I said, well, I have no clue what it is, but it seems interesting. And I don't want it to pass me by. Um, and I'm very grateful that I did that. I made that choice. But, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's, Anything that grows, this entire, this entire movement is about community. Um, yeah. And I think that Bitcoin come right down. It's all about community. The most successful projects have a dedicated community support behind them. And uh, NFTs are no different. I think that any NFT that, any NFT that provides um, a mechanism or a tool for community engagement, I mean, at the end, they, 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 to me, they can't get any better just yet. It probably will get better, but yeah. it can't get better just yet. Well, for me, actually, I'm going to go a whole different direction on this because... Um, one of the use cases for NFTs that I absolutely love is the idea of fractional real estate, um, where people are able to own a piece of a physical real estate and that um, ownership can be tokenized via an NFT. And there are a couple projects in the space that are doing that. So let's say you, know, you wanted to own a piece of property in one would replace, but you can't afford it. You know, that, 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 um, Marcus, welcome. That, Zimbalas. that apartment in one would replace could be tokenized into maybe a thousand different tokens that represent the ownership in that. And each person could purchase one of those tokens. And with that one token, which is represented in an NFT, you have a piece, a ownership stake in that particular property. So that's something yeah. that is, you know, growing yeah. big. That's also been done with, uh, with, with real estate, uh, the way that you're talking about real estate and art. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's been done traditionally with traditional physical art, like Masterworks. Right. They, they offer funds where, you know, you, you can't afford a, a $10 million U.S. Masterworks piece, but you can afford a piece of it. And you can, you can, you can appreciate the appreciation and you can uh, take advantage of the appreciation. So, I mean... It, Fractional ownership, that's, again, that's an excellent use case, but fractional ownership is of, of, of a particular property um, has been something that's, yeah, that people are talking about, and, and especially with the art world and the real estate world, and I think NFTs is just another mechanism that that can happen. Yeah, for sure. Um, Marcus, I'm going to let you jump in shortly. I just want to touch on Karen. Karen's yeah, question yeah. about um, whether we think that Twitter or other social media will allow people to exclusively display their NFT art. I think it's just a matter of time. The fact of the matter is that blockchain has been around for a little over 10 years and, you know, many people have, you know, disregarded it. Many industries that it has set out to disrupt have, you know, tried to fight against it. But it's like the internet. Ultimately, everyone is going to be forced to, you know, take notice and, and participate. You know, I remember, I always tell this story. I remember um, maybe I was in high school, maybe I was, you know, in my early 20s when, you know, the, the internet was gaining popularity and, you know, everyone was saying, you know, www is 666 and is the sign of the devil and the internet is the devil. And there was a huge movement that was anti the internet. And now, you know, from the Roman Catholic church to every small church on every corner, has a website. And if you're not engaging via social media or the internet with your church, your church is just not doing well. So I think it's just a matter of time before, you know, everybody gets on board with blockchain 
Yeah, we're going to uh, be using, just the same way we use the internet, we don't even realize we're using the internet. We, correct. We're going to be using NFTs and we don't even know NFTs. And just as a quick little, just before, um, I'm seeing somebody in the comments, Che, che Jeffrey or Joffrey, um, Mana. I'm also a big uh, fan of Mana as well. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, Decentraland is 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 big deal, a big deal. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, you know, we'll get to partner with them sometime soon. Marcus. Yeah. Ask, ask yeah. one of your questions. I knew you had a few yeah, questions, was, man. Yeah, no, it's just, just my general comment. Um, I'm just kind of more interested in uh, in terms of the Caribbean scope, or especially like the Trinidad and Tobago scope. I see so much room for NFTs here because there's so, so much creativity comes out of Trinidad and Tobago. Um, yeah. So I guess, you know, like, Steve, I know that you, you have a venture, and uh, we have some other friends involved in it. So I just kind of wanted to know more. Maybe last week, Steve, we just we um discussed the idea of having like a carnival coin, which is like a crypto for carnival that persons, especially diaspora, could come to Trinidad and use this particular crypto to maneuver around carnival activities, etc. Correct. I, I guess Correct. I have a question. That would be that would be a community. That'd be a, um, an example of a community engagement uh, token uh, yeah. or, or token with community engagement tools yeah. built into it. Um, right. So I'm a, I'm a I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Big fun, right? Yeah. So I, I wanted to know, using that same thinking, um, opportunities for NFTs and Carnival. For example, there's a lot of frenzy over certain costumes over the years who are frontline for this year and this this band, etc. Also traditional masks. They're fans of traditional masks. You know, you can own an NFT of Tantan and Sagaboy or NFT of Sailor Mars or something. So I just wanted to know, like, what were your thoughts regarding the carnival space and NFTs, because I think that's a well, very I, interesting... I, I think slightly wider. I think I slightly wider than just the carnival space. I think Caribbean artists, I'm, you know, being an actor, filmmaker myself, I, I've, I've, I, I want my content out there. I want to get my content out there. And it's very, very difficult sometimes as a Caribbean artist. Um, and I think that technologies like blockchain and now with this new evolution of blockchain to incorporate NFTs, I think that... Um, Caribbean artists are, at, this is the best time to be a Caribbean artist. Now it's, it's so easy to get your artwork out there for people to see it. And most importantly, for you to, to, you to monetize and, and, you know, and, and, you know, actually financially benefit from the work that you're doing. And we, there are so many platforms now and you can put up your artwork. And, you know, there, there are many artists who have been grinding for years. And now that the NFT boom has happened, it's giving them, giving them accessibility. It's giving them a platform. And now they're selling their artwork and, they're able to, you know, to capitalize from, from, from their craft. And I think that that's by itself is an incredibly beautiful thing. So accessibility is, Korean artists, is right now is at an all-time high. Yeah. And hallelujah. And, and, and I, 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 just, just, to, just to touch on a further yeah. expansion, um, as Che was asking about uh, Decentraland a little while prior, our, our governments, our regional governments can invest in property in these digital spaces like Decentraland, and we could we could build a, a digital um, savannah stage, and and have people go there and have a VR experience, a virtual reality experience, crossing the stage, even if you can't make it home for Carnival. Well, we were yeah. we, we working on. I can't say anything <laughs> other than anything other than we're going to be very, very excited about the projects that yeah. we're going to be launching in collaboration with so, people like Mark and, 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 and Anya Ayangshi and, yeah. um, and hopefully some of the other carnival bands. So, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry to, to, to usurp your, your, no, no, your, no, of course not. your project. But I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like when you think about the fact that recently, I think as recent as this week, a piece of property was purchased on Decentraland, which is a digital property space. For 175,000 US. There was one the largest, the largest land sale ever, 702,000 US. For, 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 a, digi for, an for digi digital real estate. Yeah. Digital real estate. That, so that's crazy. Real. The idea of that, that people are buying. I love it. It's just the idea of it is still kind of crazy. So let me explain. Because I actually didn't even think I was going to talk about this exact explanation. Yeah. But this is how I explained it to an older uncle of mine. And, I, and he said this is the best explanation. He's very much in the blockchain. Yeah. And, um, I told him this. I said the same way that a website is a 2D representation, and you can buy that website, and it's 2D real estate. 
You can monetize that real estate any way you want. You can make it a movie theater like Netflix. You can make it a clothing store like Forever 21. You can make it a department store like Amazon. You can make it educational like Coursera. You can make it communication-based like Facebook or LinkedIn or anything else. You can make it photo-based like Instagram. So that's a 2D representation. Now take that 2D representation and lay it flat and build up. So it's the same real estate. It's the same internet real estate just in 3D as opposed to 2D. And with that, the same way that you can monetize a 2D web page, you can say monetize a 3D space that you can build anything in, whether it's an art gallery, whether it's a movie theater. Because it's VR, you can have a 100-foot screen and you're sitting on in, 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 your, in your living room with your VR goggles on and you're watching a movie in a 100-foot screen. You're in IMAX, but you're home. Yeah. So there's, and you can monetize that by selling tickets as NFTs and grant people access to your movie theater and you have show times as, right, as normal. So this, and I'm talking about it that casually because I genuinely believe that we're going to be living part of our lives within the metaverse worlds, of which there are a few, Decentraland, Somnium Space, Sandbox, Crypto Voxels, yeah. um, and Gods Unchained is one that's kind of been coming up a lot recently. They've been doing a lot of work in the NFT space. And these three, these worlds, these virtual worlds are going to become a huge part of where we spend our lives. And if anybody doubts me, all I'll say is, how many, how much, how many hours a day do you spend on the internet? Correct. My well, phone I've, tells me now I spend an hour, yeah. an hour and a half on Instagram a day. So my phone tells me. <laughs> Steve, one hour. Let's have a quick question regarding exactly what you just touched on. Um, I was talking to a, a home girl of mine last week about NFTs and just kind of experience experience how what NFTs were, and she kind of mentioned like in the future, especially with kids, like kids nowadays are hooked on their phone, hooked on the internet, compared to when we were growing up. You know we. Sure. outside playing or even our parents and grandparents picking mango and that kind of stuff um the fact that everything is going towards virtual reality less more indoors less outdoor what do you all think about that just in terms of the future especially for the kids of the future and you know i guess humanity in the future and stuff marcus well let me give you a great example of that 19 years ago a 17 year old lebron james was on the cover of sports illustrated as the chosen one mm -hmm. because of his prowess playing basketball. 19 years later, this week, his son, LeBron James Jr., is on the cover of Sports Illustrated, not because he is an up-and-coming basketball player, which he is. He's one of the top recruits in high school right now. Mm -hmm. But because, but as part of a gaming um, team called FaZe, Phase games. So him and his team of gamers are on the cover of Sports Illustrated this week. That's, that's to show you where the, where the world has shifted its attention and what, what is considered real and what is considered fake. Because previously we understood the digital landscape as being something that isn't real. But the digital landscape now is very, very, very real. These kids live in that space. They interact with their friends in that space. My daughter has not seen her friends in person maybe for the year because of COVID. But every day they lie on Zoom for hours at a time. They, they're watching shows together. They're listening to music together. They're playing games together all in a virtual space. And as they interact with the world more and more digitally, they're gonna find less and less use case for things that we have found useful in the physical space. Because the same way that we wanna represent our style and our wealth in the physical by you know, buying a Mercedes Benz or wearing a Gucci sweater, they wanna represent that in the digital space. So we're gonna see digital wearables become the new luxury items. We're gonna see um, digital homes and, and VR homes be you know, more valuable to them than their physical homes. Because they, if their friend, one friend is in Australia and one is in Japan and one is in New York, they can't come over to each other's physical homes, but they can all lime in a virtual space in each other's virtual homes. That is the direction. But they're, do, but they're, doing, they're doing it already. What are you talking about? Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah, said it. Sure. Doing it already. Yeah. But now it'll be, now it'll be in free. 
I, I guess I guess you spin on the and this is just me playing the devil's advocate with the question, right? But um do y'all see any negative towards that? The negative would be would be would be only for me the lack of you know physical um exercise. But you know, I, I saw I saw a CrossFit a CrossFit games recently where they were running on treadmills and the course was a digital course. So so they were running all each of the participants were on treadmills, but the course was being represented digitally. And you would see avatars of each of them, you know, overtake each other based on their pace and that kind of thing. So yeah. I mean, I think there will be opportunities to kind of mitigate against those fallouts. I mean, I think at the end of the day, I think that there, there will always, there will always, I mean, unfortunately, there will always be some sort of sinister or malicious use case um, in, in pretty much every industry. And, yeah. and you know, it just, I guess it's, it's just unfortunate that that's even a, a, a thing to say. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I think that goodness is going to prevail regardless. I think the benefits of this going to out, significantly outweigh any, um, any risk. I think that this really only... This is really only creates community growth and it creates um, um, trustless systems. It creates um, more efficient systems that, that, that can, you know, those, those things can be passed on to, uh, to, to, you know, the customer. So the things can become cheaper uh, yeah. when, when the management, let's just say like banking, if banking were to implement blockchain, if traditional banking were to implement blockchain, most of their services would be, would, would, would you know, would cost fractions of a price. So the moon, yeah. Gian, Gian Franco. So, as, as Gian, Gian is, touched, Gian's in, is in the West Coast, he's lining with Elon Musk too much. I'm going to bring in Gian to the artist formerly known as Gian Franco. He has a movie. Yeah, let's plug his, 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 um, his movie on Tribeca Film Festival. Yeah, Hopefully, we'll have sure. an NFT of that, Steve, on, on your platform. Of, uh, for sure, for sure. Absolutely. Guys, for, for those who have Ethereum wallets, Hit me a DM um, of your wallet address. I have five um, Crypto Caribbean NFTs giving out tonight. So just DM me with your Ethereum wallet address and you get a free NFT. It may that's not be cool. worth much. That's, it may that's not pretty be cool. Worth much, no, no, no. Don't but say that. 20 Don't years say that. from now, when Crypto Caribbean is Amazon and you have <laughs> one of the first ones, I'm just saying, I'm just I saying. Didn't, I didn't know you that you had your yeah, NFT. That's awesome, man. That giveaway is pretty cool. Yes, I like so, it. Awesome, so Gian, I'm Gian, you always, you perpetually in a meeting. Gian won't be able to join us, guys. <laughs> the only person uh, visiting Gian is the, is the president of the United States. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I, I actually tagged uh, uh, somebody I know, Ryan Lovey, who was doing NFTs. Um, he's somebody who's an artist who actually has NFTs of his music and artwork for, um, for, for purchase on the internet. Mm-hmm. So I, I just I, I see just um just up there. So big up Ryan. So I don't know if Ryan, I don't know if you have yeah. any questions for these guys or vice. Oh Ryan, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would, I, I, yes. I would I would I would love to I, talk to Ryan. I, I mean Ryan touch come in, call in um and plug your work. I mean, this is the opportunity. You might have a few people in here looking to grab some NFTs. I mean, I, I personally am always looking for, you know, quality um NFTs that I could grab cheap, you know, if I think there may be some opportunity for it to appreciate in value. I'm constantly, I mean, I'm still waiting to be able to afford something from people. Um, it hasn't happened yet. I'm always being outbid because maybe I'm too cheap. But yeah. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I mean, and Steve, in terms of like local artists, because I know Nicholas, uh, Nicholas Huggins, I believe, had an NFT for sale recently. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 Are, are there so, any yeah. other artists, persons, could like local artists? Anybody's listening now could look out for in terms of having NFTs, because I think it, yeah, there's, there's, ton, there's tons, tons of look, tons of Caribbean yeah. artists have have NFTs for sale as we speak. Uh, there's an excellent community that actually is building called the Carifty community, um, and it's that that community is a, a community of artists and, and and blockchain people and and. You know, just people generally generally interested in, in community growth and, and Caribbean growth and accessibility for Caribbean artists, and um, and that that community is has been educating people for the last few months, and it's it's uh, I've been I've been pretty happy to be to be a part of it as well. But there are 
tons of Caribbean artists. Like I said, this is for in terms of accessibility, this is the greatest time for Caribbean artists. Yeah, for sure. And and, and not just not just um, you know physical artists or, or or what visual artists, you know, I mean musicians as well, you know, yourself, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a great deal of opportunity for that. Um Wes just reminded me that this is supposed to be Crypto and cognac, and I'm, I seem to be the only person drinking. I know Stephen is not. Yeah, I, I, have to, I have to record tomorrow, so I can't drink. You can't drink? I thought, I thought rappers just be drinking while they're recording. I don't have to record that's, tomorrow. That's bumble rappers. I want people to understand what I'm <laughs> I don't have to record tomorrow. You know what you could do? You know what you could do? You could mumble through the song and then you sell could... the lyrics as an NFT. <laughs> as an NFT. No, wait, Terry, I actually wanted to ask you guys. Okay, so. Uh, friend of mine, DJ Julia from Russia, um, was telling me about BitClout. And I think, I mean, we, we have a communication, our, our fellows group. And I, I think I asked about it. But what are your, what are your thoughts on some of the existing <laughs> NFT platforms? Like, and, and Steve, I know you would have mentioned one or two before, but you all have any experience with BitClout? Any thoughts on BitClout in particular? I, I, I unfortunately don't. I am. I do know some of the other platforms like um, Nifty Gateway and Rarible and, and Super Rare. Some of them are invite only. Uh, foundation, uh, foundation at, uh, with Foundation is a, a great place to start as well for a lot of Caribbean artists. It seems to be a, um, one of those platforms that a lot of the Caribbean artists have gravitated towards, but they've been using all of the others as well. Um, OpenSea.io is another great one. Um, but, uh, you know, listen, it's really your preference because some platforms are, you know, kind of lean to certain types of art or certain types of, of, of you know, that sort of thing. So it's um, the, the different platforms can can kind of offer a different thing for artists. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. guys. Good night, good night, good night. What's, right, what's, what's up, Mike? Yeah, man. Lucky. Right welcome, now, I'm totally working on some here right now. I'm working on like a digital model. I'm myself. Nice, man. Um, that's, that, that's your legs there? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that's dope. That's dope, bro. But, um, but yeah, I've just been lucky in studying this, but NFTs... Is actually pretty pretty interesting, and I think it is the future. Um, I why why um why I've been doing is kind of mixing the music with the NFT and the art. So like a song, a song would have a storyline and a feeling to it, and I would actually create an art based on that. So I'm doing it like from a long term perspective as far as people who's interested in the art and the music on a on a core level, they That's would attach good. to that art piece to that art piece if they have a favorite sauna. So it's not just like a quick money grab. You know, some people may be jumping into NFTs thinking, oh, this yeah. man sell X amount of millions of NFTs. Correct. But it's actually eventually connecting to a fan base that would be um, interesting enough to purchase that work to have a collectible for themselves, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because at the end of the day, the value of a collectible is, is people willing to hold it. You know, right. if, if people looking to trade it every two days, you know, the value is not is not appreciating as you would want. But I'm, I am a fan really of, I'm a fan of your work, Ryle. I've, I've, I've seen, I've been on your page. I know your, I know your, your, your IG page pretty well. I've oh, seen some of the stuff you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Right. When, I saw the, when I saw the name, I was like, wait a minute, this sounds, this looks too, way too familiar. <laughs> and, then it, and then it clicked. I remember you had a, um, yeah, so quite a few of the pieces I, I appreciated a lot, actually, yeah. Well, you guys, that. you guys, yeah, you guys should definitely get together and do some stuff, man. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I sent his, I sent sure. his profile, yeah. I sent his profile to a couple of people. I was like, what do you think? We think well, it's that, man. Thank yeah. you. Never yeah. actually yeah. thanks. That mean a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's the whole idea. You're doing some cool community. stuff, so keep oh, it up for you, sure. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, nice to tune in with you guys, man. Um, I'll keep watching while I'm working. So yeah, man. Bless yeah, man. Okay, nice. Okay. Can, can we see? Nice having you. Did one one more time. You had one by um, Jake with us real quick. Okay, hold on one sec. I find I was real though. Are you working in? I cannot work. Is that MetaHuman? What, what? No, that's not MetaHuman. Um, what is that? This is this is character creator on iClone. Perfect. Uh, yeah, um, we got the we, we got the beta access to the MetaHuman from uh, I believe Unity, and uh, yeah. man, that is that is that's yeah, so crazy. software. Yeah. Yeah. That's so dope, man. So so yeah. so dope. So like, I would actually take the model from here. Loaded to my new body. I have new hair now. I hope you guys are enjoying the content so far. And then I would kind of bring it into C40 and just try to texture the hair and stuff like that. Yeah, love to make it look too sweet. Nice, but here, 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 so challenging. Like, here, like, <laughs> I've been here for hours. Like, I've been here all day. Like, all day. <laughs> here, yeah, I mean, like, 
I've seen some of the stuff that, um, you know, Steve and the guys at Creator Labs 3D have been doing. And here, and um, clothing textiles. Yeah. It's, it's amazing what guys could do um, with that. Thanks, thanks, Charles. Um, yeah. The, the apparel line is coming soon. When we, we're gonna we're gonna do a partnership with nftables.io where we're gonna um, have you know both physical and digital wearables available Ooh. for sale. And yes, we do have it in pink. We actually have it in um, tie dye as well, which is dope. actually pretty dope. So yeah, yeah. marvelous designer. Yeah, oh man. yes, big fan. Yeah, that, that's my favorite. Uh, I'm trying to learn that right now, so that is my last summer kind of list because for this lockdown, I've just been studying and um, increasing on the, the skill level. So, Marvel Designer is the next on the next list to, to study. So, awesome. let me let, so, if we, yeah, yeah, no, let me know. If we, we, have, we have a good amount of experience in the Marvel, so if you have any, anything, would... hit me up. But the, some of them, them tutorials on YouTube are oh, awesome, for sure. but hit me up for anything. For sure. Right, I, I think, I think you make. I think you're, 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 you're making history as the first artist from Toronto to be able to do an NFT, as in singing artist. Oh, that could be easy. I don't know anybody else. Sure. Yeah. I, I really think you're the first, so. I Drop it. So, so, so up, you're, a you're, you're a musician as well? Yeah, I'm a recording artist as well. A recording artist and a visual artist. Big man. Very nice. Big, yeah, big, so big, 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 big. Visual sick. Well, thanks, yeah. thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. I no hope to see man. more of your stuff, man. Mean. We'll connect again around. I right, sure thing. Um Wesley wanna know if he could get his um if he could get his Herbalife um on an NFT. I know I know you sell Herbalife out of your trunk west. Um <laughs> I wanna show you I wanna show you meta. I'm gonna show Ryle um, Meta Human. I know I know Ryle gone, but I'm gonna show Meta Human. Now nah, he's he's still logged on yeah, watching this yeah this this is dope. This is that's so cool, Jose. That's that's Stephen Hardy Jr. in two. Nah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, I didn't make him. I didn't make him. Yeah. So Matthew Human is just uh, is just ridiculous. If you yeah. ask me, ridiculous. that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So we playing around. We playing the ass and having fun. And I think that the end of the day, does if you could if you could play the ass, have fun, and pay the bills. I mean, that's like the trifecta. Yeah. I mean. That, and that's why I keep telling people, you know, stop, stop looking at the dollar, the dollar benefit. You know, just find, find the thing that, you know, you're really passionate about. There is some version of it that crypto is disrupting, and get excited about that and get involved. Like and get involved. Because, you know, once once you enjoying it, you'll be willing to put in the work, and before you know it, the dollar is gonna be rolling. Brady, what's up, man? Hey, Brad, and I was seeing Brad message. Yeah, Matt, the human is insane. So, fellas, regarding, um, I, I saw, Stephen, I saw Nick was giving a talk about um, his company, and there's mm -hmm. there's this um, feat, there, there's a branch off called NBA something, NBA, where they show plays of... Top, 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 top shops shop. and stuff, yeah. What, what yeah. do you all think about, I just, I mean, a lot of my questions will come from the Caribbean space, obviously, because we're here, right? But um, what do you all think about, like, something similar for cricket or... You know, so I, I called Al, hear this, I called Al about three months ago, maybe about three months ago, and I was like, Al, because Al, I know, is, is an athlete, he's a sportsman, his brother is, his brother is a, a, you know, a, Olympic qualifier, yeah. um, uh, looking forward to seeing Andrele jump uh, for, for Trinidad and Tobago, and um, I called Al, and I was like, Al, what about this? And I literally said it like this, I was like, what about this? We take the world, all the world record-breaking videos of Olympics, so track, javelin, high jump, everything, and we NFT the video of yeah. all of the world record-breaking attempts in all of these sports. Um, and it turns out, you know, fast forward three months. I, I mean, I forgot about the idea, but fast forward <laughs> three months, they, they're now doing that, and uh, yeah. people are now NFTing those those moments. And those things, so yeah. it's listen, just think it. And yeah. I like to live, I said, I said this, I had a couple of calls today and I said this on all the calls. I said, if my ideas don't confuse people right. or make people, make people stop and, and think, then I don't want to be, I, then I'm not thinking crazy enough and I'm not thinking far enough. And so yeah. that's what we've been doing with Creator Labs and NFTable. And you can check us out. You can check us out at nftable.io and you could, you know, we could sign up for the, for the, um, 
for the newsletter and for the to get well more pertinently the the, the launch. Um, we won't be doing the newsletters till till closer to the launch, and then we'll be we'll be doing all of it together. But um, uh, and of course, Creator Labs 3D.io, and that that's actually going to be launching tonight. Um, so you know you can you can check out that as well, and and we'll be um. We'll and don't, and don't, 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 for, don't forget to check out the um the IG and the various social medias, guys. Don't yeah. forget to follow Crypto Caribbean. Yep, you're like Crypto it. underscore Caribbean. Yeah. yeah, I mean we could type it, but Marcus. To answer your question, actually, today, I'm not going to say which league, but just today, this afternoon, a few hours ago, I got some inside information that a regional, um, a regional competition is going to be using blockchain as part of their rollout for this year's competitions. I mean, I, I don't want to give it, I don't want to give it away. It may be yeah. NFTs. It may like be a price. It's it may be prize money. It might be prize nice. money. But you nice. heard it here first on crypto and cognac. I'm not drunk enough yet to tell you which, um, no, <laughs> which sport yet. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely coming and right here in the Caribbean. So, well, I have a genuine question for both of you, right? Just in terms of the Caribbean NFT space. What are the selling prices like within the Caribbean? Oh, give me a range, or because I think a of lot what? of this... of what NFTs. Yeah, just because because you know we have all ranging these from ranging and... from a dollar to right up to tens of thousands of dollars. So they so are you have about... selling within the tens of, of thousands. So oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Around. I mean, obviously, it's 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 a less volume at that at that at that level, but it's happening. Um, it's happening. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and these artists these artists have been doing some you know some amazing work for years and years and years. Whether they, I mean, most of them are, are digital uh, are artists or digital artists in the physical um, space. I, I think that there's um there's so much going on, but I keep going back to it. But community and accessibility, right now, those are the those are the two for me. Those are the two standouts. Um, because well, right I, I, now it's I, never been yeah. it's never been more accessible and the community is has never been as strong. So um, we found some way to, 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 um, to collaborate with the Carnival Coin. I'm gonna I'll come on your live every week and mention it until <laughs> until that investor. Yeah, but, but don't, don't no don't do that. You had to start working on it in the background because somebody's yeah. gonna just well, quiet, I'll, quietly I'll, take the idea. I'll be honest, it's something I just personally put out there. Just just yeah, even yeah. if I, well, don't Alex, do, I just I just want you know. I don't do too many of these at uh, these IG lives, so I, I don't know what's the was the etiquette. But I now see one of my, my old St. Anthony's boys there, um, Alex Allen. Whoa, Yo, brother! Big up St. Anthony's. Yo, I mean, and and that's the great thing about th this digital space because I mean, there are people on the live who are, you know, in New York. There are people who are in Barbados. There are people who are in London. There, I mean, Karen is sneaking a call from his bed in Amsterdam, oh, Amsterdam. right now. <laughs> right. Well, last know. last week we had an Iranian girl yeah. tracking Karen. So, <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> so but, it just speaks to the digital space and how broad it is, you know. Well, I just got an idea there from what Steve was saying. So Steve and Al, there are a lot of, especially like Al, like we talk about community, right? Um, there are a lot of alumni of almost of obviously every secondary school in Trinidad yeah, and, sure. and university, etc. What about? NFTs like alumni NFTs, for Listen, example, are companies. So now you have, a, you know, and then they have a collectible, and they can also, um, and they can also raise money for the alumni association at the same time. So it's a membership. It's a membership. Correct. Token. Correct. So I, 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 mean, I, put, I put these ideas out there. I I didn't go there. I didn't go there, but I know immediately I want to do a QRC coin because I know it will be fully subscribed. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I just think because yeah, I'm all trying to get your the, the QRC fella, yeah, the QRC fella is pretty um pretty They're serious um, about it. They yeah, are like, they are about this community life. So, up big up New York. Big up the QRC. Big up everyone yeah. in New York. Yeah. I'm not seeing a couple of New York. CKW Lily Lily. Hi Lily. Big up Ty, I'm actually up? more jealous than anything else. Ty's why Ty's why you signing? I know I know we can't travel right now. I know we can't travel right now, but you'll get away from those QRC boys soon enough. <laughs> but but, but I, 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 I think I think you can champion that one and call it alumni. I love it. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, Al alumni. I mean, Illuminati already. You know, <laughs> half, we there. So let me let me talk to some boards. Let me talk to a couple, you know, school boards, and let's get that going. And
yeah, maybe we could use that yeah. as an opportunity to jumpstart, you know, intercal and all these various things again, you know, get people back passionate about competing and representing their schools. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a good idea, Marcus. You see, and and it's really just yeah. every conversation I have, yeah. literally every conversation I have spawns five great ideas. Yeah, in the no, last in the last in the last year, it's amazing. That's and, and I think, and, and as you, you stressed on it today, um, Stephen, in terms of ideas based around community, you know, like it, it just has my brain going about all the communities in Trinidad. So obviously, yeah. number one is Carnival in terms of frenzy and in terms of persons yeah. being involved. And but there are others as well that I think for sure. For sure. I know Thais want a front a front line F NFT. Thais. Yeah, a tribe NFT. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, communities like tribe, tribe with their um, community of bands their family are bands. They should be definitely looking into this space and looking to take as much advantage of this space as possible. You know, just to engage with their people, especially having not had a carnival, you know, for a year. You know, these are great opportunities to really provide some great engagement and some great personalized experience for, you know, your customers. Yeah. No, for sure. Even like, like I, and I think about Calypso, I think like the Mighty Shadow and, you know, like, 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 down. You know, Calypso is, is such a, is a, a art form that it would be so it'd be nice to see certain Calypso, like a Calypso NFT, um, you know, like old album covers, as I mentioned earlier. I think that that's yeah. something that, stuff like that really makes me excited about this. Yeah, I mean, like, I love crypto, but the, the NFT side of it really touches me more as a creative person. Yeah, well, I mean, NFTs are crypto. Sorry, buddy dogs. Yeah. yeah, there's no problem. NFTs are crypto. So the crypto space is huge. You know, it's not just about trading and buying tokens and, you know, getting rich overnight and a coin pumping. That's nice, but there is so much more. I mean, earning, looking for opportunities to earn money in crypto, to, to, to add value in terms of creating something, I think is, is where it's at. Like, I'm here right now with Crypto Caribbean. I'm here um, rolling out crypto and cognac, hoping that Mr. Sean Carter will see this, sit down with me one day, we're going to drink some douce and have a conversation. I know Nas is big into crypto and he's big into cognac. I know hopefully Nas brings some parodies, some Hennessy parodies, and we can sit down and talk about, you know, his Coinbase investment. So yeah. the space is huge, you know, and, and I think for the first time, the Caribbean isn't, is not left behind. The Caribbean doesn't have to wait to get involved because we have everything we need already. We have the internet. And well, once I, you have the internet, yeah. you, could, you could get involved. So just some, just some mis I know we, we focus on NFTs here, fellas, right? But just some misconceptions. A lot of people asking me about blockchain and crypto recently. And I think a lot of people don't know that you can buy crypto from Trinidad. So I don't know what advice, I'm say this is not financial well, advice, but just advice yeah. in terms of, um, access like what what, what, what is the what, aspect like so so Marcus in maybe not next week but in the coming weeks we're gonna mm -hmm. have uh we're gonna have a call specifically on onboarding where we're gonna nice. talk to people about onboarding Excellent. the different exchanges the different opportunities how to buy um how to get your money back to Trinidad and Tobago into the real world so we're gonna have our entire crypto and cognac conversation about onboarding and about getting involved. So that's, that's coming soon. So just, you know, just, nice. just, just, tell, just tell them stay tuned. Stay tuned. And I see, I see Ryan has a question for us there. What coins are y'all invested in? Who wants to go first there? I, we, I invested in so far, so maybe. We, we, don't, we don't call coins names here. Because I want to stress that nothing here should be received as financial advice. This is yes, all information, education, and conversation. Yeah? I mean, we got... We got I have a, 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 a conversation coming up where we're going to do some, um, some TA, some technical analysis where we're going to have somebody on. And maybe in that conversation, we'll talk a little bit more specifics about yeah. tokens. But, you know, I, I, I don't like to call tokens names because, you know, I know that Crypto Caribbean and Crypto and Cognac has a huge following. I don't want to pump any coin by, you know, calling their name now. So, <laughs> KRC coin. KRC, we can call local coins. We can call coins that don't exist. I mean, we have we have QRC coin, we have CIC coin, um, Convent coin. coin. I mean, they have three versions Malik of the Convent coin. coin. They have Co Convent South, Convent Saint Joseph, Bishop. Saint Joseph. I mean, Bishop High School is the like the Bitcoin of coins. 
Bishop, I mean, that's what he prime minister. Rowley holding Bishop coins. We're we, we talking secondary school. What about like UE coin? Like, like, like UE coin? Marcus, um, Marcus. Yeah. Marcus, Marcus, we are over by five minutes. We don't want to talk about UE coin. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, I mean, uh, Stephen, thank you very much for coming on. Absolutely, brother. Marcus, thank you. thank you for joining us. Everybody no, in the man. comments, thanks for your um, questions. Thanks for your comments. Guys, thank you for coming out to another week of crypto and cognac. This week, we had some say We had some conversation about NFTs. We're looking forward to next week. Look out for the artwork. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit more broadly about blockchain. So you can look out for that one. All right? Guys, thanks again. Um, oh, thank you, brother. Don't, don't, don't forget to DM me. If you have a wallet, uh, Ethereum wallet address, DM me. I'm going to send you a Crypto Caribbean NFT Beautiful. tonight. Tonight. Guys, have a blessed one. Yeah. Later. <laughs>